How do I win their affections? Oh, I know. I'll punch them in the face. That'll exactly. get their attention. <laughs> I mean, if if you're talking about two guys, punch them in the balls. <laughs> well, that's not a hand job. <laughs> it's not a hand job. That. It's just we're just punching each other in the balls. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> everyone and welcome to anime club after dark the podcast that delves into all things anime manga and otaku culture related i'm your host alex but you can call me senpai and joining me tonight we have our chivalry of shota shotaro treat me like a princess and you can get the peach (laughs) (laughs) and we also have a very special guest with us tonight joining us for the very first time on the podcast we have uh angel say hello hello uh, so for those who may not know, Angel is an NSFW artist and a writer, um, which is very apropos for what we're going to be talking about tonight <laughs> on this episode. Um, also, uh, for those who don't know, if you're watching us on uh, YouTube, she is the one who designed the avatars you see below. You're uh, welcome. And Yes. Um, she's also uh, done a redesign of our mascot, Finn. Uh, recently for 2021 and it looks absolutely awesome thank you very much you're welcome um she's also in the well sort of in the middle of helping us redesign our social media banners um those should be coming out sometime soon i'm hoping um you're you're part of it's already done i'm just waiting on on ida who actually is the person who makes our thumbnails because he's doing some resizing and cropping everything for us for uh for it for us um but before we actually do get into what we're talking about tonight, we have a couple of uh, news slash announcement things to take care of. First of all, uh, quick and easy is on our store, which is linked down below. You can find all of our Discord emojis uh, are now available for you to purchase as uh, stickers, as magnets, and as pins. So all of the crazy fin emojis that you see on our discord server are now available to purchase and stick wherever you want to um just don't necessarily show us where you're putting them uh oh my god uh, <laughs> we also all of us now on the podcast have our own poggers emotes too and it's it's great shows yours is awesome i'm always awesome <laughs> um other than that, there is a, one other thing that show you wanted to talk about before we actually get into our topic tonight. So yeah, as we all know, the final season of Attack on Titan has started airing like uh, in December, actually. And the production has been switched over from Studio Wit to MAPPA. And in early January, uh, the team, the production team for uh, the new season was bombarded with harassment by uh, quote-unquote anti-fans, is what we call them, apparently. Antis. Um, of Attack on Titan, saying how they're shit and their animation is shit and they should just stop. Um, and then this elicited a response from what what we call the true fans. 
of Attack on Titan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting these terms from news sites, so these aren't my words. Anyways, uh, where they made a hashtag um, protect MAPPA or something along those lines. No, thank you, MAPPA. Thank you, MAPPA. Uh, and that went trending on Twitter. Um, and the actual production team of MAPPA responded on Twitter asking the fans to, or the anti-fans to stop harassing, you know, they're trying their best, they're doing what they can. Um, so there's mm. been this whole debacle around Attack on Titan. Honey, the drama is real. <laughs> and, I mean, me personally, I am kind of disappointed with <laughs> the new season of Attack on Titan, but that does not justify harassment. So it's still wrong to harass people, and you shouldn't be doing that. Well, yeah, that only, only the... the... Only the most uh, risky of takes here. Don't harass people. <laughs> uh, no, I, even myself, as someone who's not even a huge fan of Attack on Titan, that's an understatement. I don't really like Attack on Titan at all. Um, I mean, this is not right. I mean, it's okay to not be a fan of, of something, but just let it go. Like, and first of all, you're, you're a... Even if you want to make your displeasure known, you're attacking the wrong people. Like, the people who made this at MAPPA, they're only doing what they're told to do. I mean, there's only so much they can do, right? And these people... They're just doing a job. The people who are making this are still people. You still need to give them respect. You can't just it's like, go it's, off it's on a, them. It's the, it's the whole thing of, like, you can't actually see these people, so it's okay to... Like, you're not looking at them face-to-face, -face, right? So it's okay to say whatever you want. I mean, yeah, it is, but you are still come off as a giant asshole. Just, just don't. It's like the same people that go at their VTubers. Like, yeah, there's not an actual person that you're looking at, but there's still a person behind the mask. Yeah, it's still a lot of work there. It is. I mean, yeah, and even as much as someone like me who doesn't even like Attack on Titan, I recognize the amount of work that's put into it, so I respect the people that work on it. Mm -hmm. I may not respect the, the creative talents of the person that made it, but... Wow. I still respect the people. The manga, the, the, the mango is always better. The mango? Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, mangoes are tasty. Mm -hmm. show. You guys can have the mangoes. Oh, okay. Not, not a fan? <laughs> no, they're too sweet for me. Oh. Eh. I don't know, I just like, I like citrus, so. Alright, well, uh, moving on to our actual topic for tonight. Um, it's a bit of a risky one, considering some of the places we upload uh, our podcast to. So we, we are going to be talking about some NSFW stuff here, uh, which is appropriate that we have an NSFW artist joining us tonight. Yep. Um, so we're going to talk here. about some of the both the pros and the cons of of BL. Um, and I think before we actually get started, maybe we should define a few terms that we're going to be using tonight. Because, Sho, you brought, it brought it to me that like BL is, for a lot of people, considered a separate genre. It's not actually just an element of a story. Well, yeah. So from what I understand and what I define things, um, there's yaoi, which means... Uh, explicit sexual man-on-man -man content. There's mm. Shonenai, which is um, no sex, just romantic man-on-man -man content. And then there's BL, which is boys love, 
which is all of the above. Anything with man on man is BL. But also, it's also funny because shonen I literally means boys love in Japanese. Yes, there's just there's so many terms. Just whatever. These are anyways. Um, and but also BL is like a actual genre, like action adventure BL. <laughs> so. Mm. It's not an element. It's not a trope. It's a literal genre of mm. specifically manga, really. So, like, there's things happening in the story that's not necessarily related to the relationship, but there is some boy love in there. Is that, is that what you're saying? Um, I think it means kind of the opposite, though, like, where the story is centered around the actual relationship between the two men or however many men there happens to be. And then there's other things that happen around it. At least that's what I understand from like, it. Maybe I'm, I'm not endorsing the fact that it is a genre. I'm just stating that the industry of manga, the manga recognizes BL as a separate genre. It's like there's there's romance and then there's BL. It's like a market <laughs> that like um, producers will categorize your manga in. I guess that's fair. I. I guess if you think about it as a marketing term, then it makes sense because you're obviously going after a specific audience. And what is that audience, really? People who like homosexual People relationships like me. between men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you? What do you think, Angel? Because I mean, you're someone who never, who both draws and writes uh, gay smut. Well, I'm not as experienced in manga. Um, so I actually had to look up what exactly the definition of shonen I was. Um, but from looking at the art styles and whatnot, I have to agree that yaoi to me does, it is, if you're going after yaoi, you're looking for sex. Um, if you're going after, I, I mean, I haven't, I can't say on shonen I, but, um, from what I've experienced, at least in the fiction side of things, boy love is kind of more on the fluffy side. So the real sweet kind of kind of stuff there can be sex in it but it's more on the relationship side rather than just them fucking yeah mm-hmm. i mean that's kind of how i look at it too like you go into yaoi just looking for like hardcore sex yeah and then you're there, looking there for may, it <laughs> there may be there may be on you know tangentially a, a fluffy relationship side of it but you're mostly going in for the sex and that's what it provides you but then with like shonen i or just bl in general you're actually going in there for the the fluffy stuff the the, connection the the lovey-dovey relationship i mean the sex in it is a is a is a you know bonus but like you're you're looking for for a connection for me though shonen i is always or just bl in general has always been like yeah, there there might be sex in it, but a lot of it is implied. Yeah. Or um, it you never actually see like the naughty bits. Hmm. Hmm. So that begs the question: What are um, what is it called when a manga or a show has a gay romance but isn't considered BL? Like that's not the overarching theme. Like maybe like it's a say it's a fantasy uh, story that just happened to have a gay romance in it. I mean, I the biggest like thing that comes to mind is like Yuri on Ice, which mm. is sort of controversial because some people argue that there is no BL <laughs> because technically it's not explicitly said that they're in a relationship. But mo- no, but my God, there's so much there's so much symbolism of gay relationship <laughs> but in there. Most people understand that it is a gay relationship um but it is not marketed as 
it's not officially under the BL genre. Um, and I guess you could say that the, the main point of the story is the sports, not the relationship. So, like, by definition, that wouldn't really fit under any of the BL of Shonai or Yaoi. But I don't, I don't know what that would fit under. I definitely think it's it's got a romance element to it. Um, I mean, what doesn't? Not, Most shows have a romance element. True. I mean, there's very there's very few stories anymore that are written that have absolutely zero romance or uh, sexuality element to them at it's all it's, because it's, it's kind of a universal thing. thing. Yeah, it's, it's just the easiest. People love drama. That's what they look for. It's it's it, like what they're attracted to, and it's easy to write or draw. It is. It's easy. To, it's easy to write drama around relationships, mm. because in real life there is drama around relationships. Because yeah, it's you one kind of, of avoid the, it. it's it's one of the things in life that uh, again a lot of people can relate to it. Like you have to give a lot of yourself and expect a lot of someone else in a relationship. So I, to answer your question, I don't know. So <laughs> that's a really roundabout way to say I don't know. Listen, what I'm trying to get to is that all these terms are outdated. If he's a gay or not, okay. <laughs> I mean, to me, a, a romance is romance. It doesn't really matter what the, the sex or the gender is of the participants involved. I just I like good romance stories, and if that happens to involve like you know. Uh, for lack of a better term, hardcore sex in it, so be it. See, it's funny because I hate romance. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't read or watch a lot of dedicated BL because I just get so bored. It's just so boring. It's like, I love you. Oh my god, I hate you. Okay, I love you again. Okay, that defines every <laughs> every relationship See, that's, ever. That's too much <laughs> drama. If you're if there if you're ever in a point in a relationship, boy love or not, that you're like at one point just I hate you. Oh no, I love you again. That's not a relationship. That's not healthy. Yes, yeah, well, it may be a relationship, <laughs> but it's certainly not a healthy one. Yeah, that's true. A lot of relationships in BL are not healthy portrayals. To be quite uh, honest. Yeah, which is something I guess we can get into. Oh, dear. <laughs> I mean, you brought it up. <laughs> hey, Angel brought it up. Okay. <laughs> Don't look at me. I mean, it is a good point though, because there's a lot of of BL slash Yaoi out there that portrays some very problematic relationships. Honey, it's all rape. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush. It's all right. Oh my god. The Mine's of- not, for the record. Mine's wholesome. Yeah. Statutory, honey. I will say a lot of the porn that she writes and or draws is pretty wholesome. Oh, nice. Well, that's nice. That's good. More or less. <laughs> um, but yeah, there. I can't count the amount of times where I go to read or watch a BL and it's just all non-consensual bullying, harassment, rape. Where do you go to read? It's not <laughs> oh, even the hardcore stuff. It's just like anything. Literally, I don't even remember the last one I watched. There was one. What was that? No, what's that? What's that there was one anime that pissed that me that off from... so much? What's that anime from a couple years ago that you watched that that we all joked it was a Canadian anime because it took place in? Canada oh my god, that was the most disgusting. It's called Super Lovers. 
but that, super lovers. That was okay. That the premise of that was bad. So the actual, <laughs> the actual uh, execution was also bad. That's basically the, the premise of that show is statutory rape, and they they definitely <laughs> delivered on that. <laughs> There's like oh how I forget how old the 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 main guy was. He's got to be in like his mid twenties or something, wasn't he? Uh-huh. And he's having a sexual relationship with like a thirteen year old boy. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Like that, that's the entire premise of the show. The entire premise of the show is this like twenty five plus year old guy grooming this kid. No, 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 that's not cool. Yes, I know. No, 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 it's not cool. <laughs> Explain yourself, show. No, okay. I actually hated that uh, anime. Like, it was so disgusting. But I still watched it. But how did it get approved? Hmm. How did it what get how approved? How did it get approved? That's my Japan. question. It was on Crunchyroll, honey. Yeah, oh it was on God. Crunchyroll. The thank God it wasn't on Funimation. They would have canned that shit immediately. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just remember when it came out. I'm like, all right. This this seems a little weird, and then it's the first time they're in bed together, and he's putting his hands all over little boy. I'm like, oh no, no. stranger danger, stranger danger. No. My biggest problem is that they, okay, if it was all about the sex, then honestly, I don't really care because whatever, it's fictional, it's whatever. But they tried to make it romantic, and I'm like, this is not romantic. This is not. Mm. not, not it, it wasn't the fact that it was it was portrayed as romantic. It was portrayed as okay because like there's other people in the story that know about this relationship, and no one seems to bat an eye about it. Like uh-huh. in real life, there'd be people calling the cops. You'd get your ass beat. Yeah. Oh my god. Chris Hansen would be coming to your house. <laughs> but yeah, in in a I forget the name of the actual anime, but in a less controversial way i just feel like a lot of bl relationships is just the top bullying the bottom just like like blackmailing or very very subtle bullying or very like just being just pressuring him basically to have sex a lot of power dynamics in, Uh in gay relationships and fiction like there's so like more times than not it'll be the top who like you say is like either bullying or um just psychologically manipulating the the bottom into being with them yeah that and that's it's... not that's not real domination that's cuz cuz there's a difference if you're in a dominating a dom sub relationship there's a difference between dominating your partner and degrading them and I mean, unless if degrading's your kink, then outside of the relationship, that needs to be the mutual respect needs to be made clear. And if that's not yeah. clear, then that's that's not what you're portraying. It needs to be consensual. Yeah, like it, not only in an, uh, a real relationship, but also like it needs to be, if not expressly stated, obviously implied in yeah. a fictional relationship. And they do not imply that in a lot of fictional relationships. I mean, it doesn't have to be if what you're going for is like you're trying to show how evil someone is by them actually raping someone. Because yeah, that, they're that, actually that goes, in a bad relationship. Yeah, because like if you're if you're trying to um, if you're trying as a writer or you know as an artist to show that a certain character is evil then yeah if you have a rape scene in there it makes sense but if you're actually trying to show off a romantic like relationship 
that's not romantic and it's not good. No. I feel like a lot of rape is supposed to be portrayed as romantic, though, in BL context. It's very rare that you have a rape that is um, evil. And it's funny because, like, sometimes when, like, the there's an evil rapist, then, like, there's a top. Th- okay, so the evil rapist rapes the bottom, and the bottom's, like, all sad. And then the top comes, and he's like, no, I can be... I can, like, help you go through your sadness, but also I'm going to also bully you just as much. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's great. No. The amazing thing is you don't just see this either in uh, uh, mainstream, like, manga or anime. You also see it in doujinshi, too. Like, a medium where people are free to do whatever they want. Like I said, well, I don't know. If we're talking about, like, hentai doujinshi... Where it's all just yeah. sex. I don't mind. You can do whatever you want a hentai jojinshi. Uh, I don't care. You can be the most, like, corrupted, horrible thing to people. Because it's just all sex. It doesn't really matter. It's You're all not in there for the story. People. You're in there for exactly. the fucking. Right? There's no, I mean, like, let's, there's let's no emotional honest. connection. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. But like, I mean, let's be honest. You don't really go into hentai to do anything but get off. <laughs> are, you sure? are you serious? I mean, I'm I do it for, there the, for the plots. Where do you think I get my lines from? <laughs> yeah, the come plot. On, <laughs> the plot in big fucking air quotes. The yeah. giant fucking titties and the yeah. giant fucking cock. I can feel it in my womb. You know, that, that's, that's <laughs> top shit there. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely get what you're saying. I mean, there's there are several. Uh, BL anime and manga that that definitely they portray abuse and rape as something like to be idolized or something romantic, and it's like it's 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 not like I ooh. <laughs> Big Someone oof. needs to talk to the creators and go just hey dude are you okay? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you? are you trying to get some like some hidden trauma out or something? Yeah. Here? Um. And it's weird because, like, it, you say that in in BL, it's it's very often portrayed as something romantic or something to be idolized. But yet, in heterosexual romances that have elements of abuse and rape in it, it's almost always portrayed negatively. I don't know. I'm not happy. Like, <laughs> we know. <laughs> uh, I I mean, a good example of, of that is going on right now with Redo of Healer. Like, that show is all about rape, and everyone looks at that and says, yes, this is bad. And it's not even, they're not even attempting to portray it as good in the show. Honey, Redo of Healer is just its own beast. It is. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be something we're going to talk about at the end of the season. <laughs> it's it's thing. It, it's thing. Um Something else that that BL does, or at least used to do uh, very often, it's kind of gotten away from that a little bit now, is it has a, or it used to have, rather, a very specific kind of art style. Um, And it's one that used to irritate me. (laughs) Um, What would you say is the best way to actually describe the old art style? Like, the art style that, uh, that, like, Yaoi and, and Shonen I used to have back in, like, the early 2000s through, like, 2012-13. Are you talking about, like, the style that's really feminine, where they've got, like, the super long lashes and the very pointy faces and whatnot? 
Like I, they, they go out of their way to make the men look super feminine. Kind of. Um, but more like how like tall and lanky all of them looked. Mm. And I, the only way for me to describe it is all the characters look very sickly. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Someone needs to get them a cake. <laughs> yes, they are too skinny. Not to say that you can't be skinny and gay. I'm just saying. I think I that's, did that, that's the stigma did that ever bother around you? Uh, homosexual or bisexual men is that the stigma is, is that they are usually well looked after. They look after their bodies and thus they must be super thin. But like, I, that's not realistic. No, it, well, yeah, the body styles that portray that were portrayed in that, in that those old Yaoi and Shonenai manga definitely weren't realistic at all. Um, they were they were about as realistic as JoJo uh, body <laughs> style uh, in that regard. Um, but it always used to bother me specifically for that reason. It's like, like I know gay people; they don't look like this. Honey, nobody looks like anime characters. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like the style is very similar to the style in shoujo manga. Mm, like the old shoujo romances. Yeah. Which kind of... Like uh, Fruits Basket is probably a really good example of it. Mm-hmm. Which kind of speaks to like... It's it's the same artists that do shoujo that... Like, it's the same kind of... Uh, authors that who do shoujo are the ones that are also doing bl and and it's the same audience basically it is the same target audience um and maybe that 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 kind of could explain why they had that um that art style for so long Mm -hmm. because it is it is a similar audience when you think about it like a lot of of like yaoi and you know Shonen I BL material is targeted at a female audience. Yep. I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing. It, I mean, the fact that it's targeted to a female audience kind of makes it seem like it's fetishizing gay men for straight women. Um, and I don't know if that's good or bad. How do you feel about this, Angel? Because being a woman... <laughs> Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'll be honest. I just I I don't know. I don't think I've really looked into it enough to have that much of an opinion on on the art style. Um, I mean, like I said, I haven't actually read a lot of a lot of manga. I I go to read my stuff. Um, so I don't have that much of an opinion on the art style. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um. I'm not sure though if it fetishizes gay men. Like maybe it does, um, but if it does, I mean, I, there's obviously a market for it. I mean, doesn't make it right, but there's obviously a market for it. I mean, if you sexualize a demographic that you're not a part of, that I feel that's fetishization. But I don't know if that's a bad thing. I don't know if fetishization in general is a bad thing. I feel like it. It definitely can be a bad thing, um, hmm. but it doesn't necessarily have to be. I, you're, you're, I think you're one hundred percent right about that. I don't think that ne- ne- fetishize, fetishization <laughs> easy for me to say. Um, I'm only the host of this podcast. Never mind me. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but it can very easily become 
a very bad thing because it's almost like um not personification what's the word i'm looking for um god what's the word i'm looking for when you not itemization objectification objectification thank you it's almost like objectifying uh, an immutable part of so- of who someone is like it, you can do the same thing with race or sexuality or uh I pick pick your poison eye color i mean yeah i mean in general if you're writing about a demographic that you're not a part of then it can easily become offensive but mm. I but that's not like inherent like obviously there's a lot of great uh stories that are told about demographics um that the author isn't necessarily a part of um like I mean what I think of is like uh Killing Stalking which mm. is written by a woman but it tells the story of a very blatantly unhealthy gay relationship and I think it's told very well. So I don't, I think that's not offensive necessarily because she writes it really I, well. But at the same time, if you don't write it well and then you're also not part of the demographic, it might come off as offensive. I think in Killing Stockings case, it is slightly helped by the fact that it, of the genre that it's in, which I consider it a psychological horror. Uh, like you can do a lot with that being, you know, portraying some abusive or rapey things and it still come off as not fetishization. So like, I think it's very obvious that in Killing Stalking, the author tries to make uh, the relationship feel unhealthy. And yet it's so funny that a lot of the fans ship the two main characters when, including mm. you, Alex, I know you do. <laughs> No, I just, I think one of the characters is kind of hot. Okay, fine. Anyways, they ship the two main characters, even though it is, like, the most unhealthy, horrible relationship, which might be a problem with the BL fandom, where I guess the authors are writing about, like, rape and harassment, but I guess that's what the demographic wants in a romantic context, apparently. Perhaps, but in that instance, it's also being done in a very serious way by the author. Like the author, I don't think goes to any lengths to romanticize the relationship. They're, they're show the author is showing it for what it is. Yeah, but the fandom is romanticizing. The, um, it. Yeah, the problem in that case is probably the fandom, not the author. Yes, but uh, and that's what I'm saying is that if the fandom can romanticize that, then maybe it's not. Maybe in other works where it's not the unhealthy relationship is not as well written it might be not just the author's fault but also the fandom's fault because the author is just writing what the fandom wants i see what you're saying i I definitely agree with that have you actually read killing stalking angel i have not i highly recommend that if you want a, a master class in how to write a very uh problematic relationship i i like my stuff wholesome it's honestly it i'm a i'm a horror fan and it's more of a horror than a yeah than i mean a, it, it, it it's one, to me it's 100 percent a psychological horror thing the romance aspect of it is kind of tangential mm-hmm. um also the art style is pretty great honestly <laughs> i feel like i want to bring this up too i'm not sure if i should because i know y- i know you've read it 
show because you introduced it to me. Um, it's not like a mainstream uh, BL manga, but I'm thinking of Crushed. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of problematic things in that, too. Like, it portrays, like, not all, but most of the, the male characters in that are portrayed as either gay or bisexual. Uh-huh. Um, and it portrays, like, the a lot of these characters is just sex maniacs. Like, people who are gay or bisexual are only just interested in sex. I mean, I, that's not how I interpreted it. I just... Because they're all in college, right? I feel like everyone in college is a sex maniac. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Having gone through college, I can tell you, you're not wrong about that. <laughs> but does does do you think in that instance with Crush that it actually does sort of fetishize a little bit? Like, not necessarily the relationship itself, but the act of sex between two men? Just because they're maniacs? Like just because they they only seem to be interested in having sex, not in having a relationship. I, I mean, think there are there are people out there that do do that. Like even even hetero couples, there are a lot true. of people that are just like, I just want sex. True. I get. Yeah. There. I guess there's a fair amount of people out there who care absolutely nothing about being in relationships and only want casual sex. So yeah. I guess in that sense, maybe it's more realistic. I mean, I I kind of like the the. I guess the sexually aggressive bottom, because like, it, that's not necessary. Like the basically in Crush, the bottom is the one seeking the sex, not the top. So, which is a very opposite from how it usually is. So I do enjoy that, um, and I feel like the author incorporates the fact that he always wants sex as like that's his coping mechanism for his trauma or whatever. So, mm. I mean, to me, it's fine because it it serves the yeah. story. It also serves the character that's been developed. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah. they write some, some, they draw great sex scenes. So I can't really. Complain. Yes, that's also something I would highly recommend to you, Angel, if you haven't read it yet. I think I will. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, very well drawn. Number two, hot as fuck character designs. Number three, excellent sex scenes. I have to say, I do like an aggressive bottom as well. Yeah, that's something you hardly ever see in, in Yaoi is like the aggressive bottom because the bottoms are almost always portrayed as very submissive or yeah, like, like tepid. They'll just like, go along with it. They're not really it. sure if they want this. Like it feels good, but I don't know. This is probably wrong, but no, no, no. No, if an aggressive bottom, yeah. if, if a bottom is just like, yes, yes, do this, do me, fuck yeah, then that's, <laughs> that's hot. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Pull my hair. <laughs> yes daddy Mm. Uh, where do i even go with this uh seriously where do i go with this (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um i guess so then i guess it, it begs the question also of like in different mediums right do you have different um expectations of what to expect with BL and Yaoi. Like we've talked a lot about manga, right? And doujinshi, but we've talked not a whole lot about anime or like something like visual novels or erogays. Mhm. So is there a different is do you actually have a different um a different expectation when you go into these things than when you go into like with manga or doujinshi? Well, basically I think my... if you're going in blind, Go you're not researching enough. 
What'd you say? Wait, which one? You, Angel. Oh, I think if you're going in blind, then you're not researching enough. If you're, if you're, like, say, if you're going into an anime and you're looking for, for just just two guys together, are you are you looking for actual boy love? Are you looking for like a relationship to form? Are you looking for sex? Mm. I mean, how can you tell? Yeah. yeah well, research, I guess. Maybe look just well, look at with, reviews or with, something. Goes with Aragaze, with Aragaze in particular, you could, especially if you get them on something like Steam, uh, which mm. they're available there now. Shockingly, um, it, with the content warnings that it has, it'll tell you whether it has like full on penetrative sex. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Um, I think the same could probably be said for although there isn't a um, at least currently there isn't a standardized um, content rating system uh with anime particularly with in regards to like streaming services which is why you saw like a few years ago when uh goblin slayer came out crunchyroll had to add a content warning at the beginning of the episodes because of the rape scene in the first episode yeah there is no i mean you they they've kind of ascribed uh television rating the television rating system uh unofficially to to anime uh, streaming services but it's by no means universal or consistent mm-hmm. so you might not know what you're going into um i mean you look look at something like goblin slayer it looks like it's something that should be rated r or you know tvma and it 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 is but you don't have like a a codified list of what exactly what kind of content you're going to get when you go into this. That's very true. I watched an anime called Shuffle and it started off all super cute, just your normal harem anime, but like mm. it took a wicked turn and there was, there's no warning for that. And mm. like that, that, that just triggers you and that kind of, that kind of thing. And I see Shuffle everywhere when you're, whenever you're looking for like, like romantic stuff, Shuffle's there and I'm like, no, don't even Shuffle touch is not it. romantic. No, no, no. I get the, the 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 visual novel that it's based on does have some roots in it that are kind of romantic, but the the overall story is not very romantic at all. In no. fact, a lot of the relationships in there are heavily problematic. Mm. I feel like in general, uh, if you're looking at like a synopsis of an anime, that literally tells you nothing about the anime because yeah. most of them are just. So they don't tell you anything about what you're going to actually uh, see in the show. No. True. That's that's why now, uh, after everything, that's why now I like look at reviews and just go, all right, who has said what about this show? Yeah. And then, of course, you're always going to get the people who, like, e- even if you put content labels on anime, they're going to say, well, that's a fucking spoiler, bitch. <laughs> like, sure. okay, but... You're going to have people that are going to go into this thinking they're getting a, a cutesy romance and then boom, rape scene after the first 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like a lot of people had that. Uh, I mean, you could also quote Goblin Slayer on that, too. But for something even older before, like there was a huge uh, audience in the West around anime, something like Higarashi, right? Like that looks like it's going to be a cute show full of lolis doing cute things. And boom, there's like blood and guts and murder everywhere. Yeah. And like, usually I don't actually look at reviews because I don't know of a review site that I actually trust. Cause the only reviews that I've ever seen are on Mal and those reviews are shit. <laughs> Yeah, Mal has has its own issues. Um, 
I mean, I guess there, there's also reviews for anime now on IMDb, I guess, I mean, but no. And I guess AnyChart also has reviews, but I mean, you, you do still... have to take your reviews with a grain of salt and just be like, well, okay, yes. this is also mm-hmm. their opinion, which isn't universal. But at least, like, sometimes they can give you a rough idea of whether or not it's what you're expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're looking for I mean, a review, I would say... you should just listen to our uh, review episodes. That's right. We have these review episodes. You should definitely listen to them. Um, I mean, and then again, you could go to somewhere like these quote-unquote professional reviewers on sites like, you know, Anime News Network, but then you're going to risk, you know, someone reviewing this that inserts their own personal politics into their reviews. And I'm like, I don't want that. Just tell me what's in this goddamn thing. But, <laughs> moving on, uh, gay baiting. <laughs> I didn't really have a good segue into that, so I'm just going to go right into it. Um that's so, how I like to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, honey. Uh, so gay baiting, do you want to like briefly explain exactly what gay baiting is, show? Oh, it's when the show or manga heavily implies a homosexual relationship between two guys, but doesn't make it explicit. Uh, like I said, the best one of the controversial examples is Yuri on Ice. Um, Didn't they do that in Voltron too? In Voltron, you mean the new one? I mean, I know there was some kind of controversy because they said they were going to make one of the characters or two of the characters gay and in a relationship, but then they pulled out, like, <laughs> pulled out right at the last minute. I honestly, I forget what the actual controversy with Voltron was, but I think the, I mean, in Voltron, it's just like the typical rivalry. Um, I don't mm. think it was super baited. But the fandom really shipped it. It was basically, it was a crack ship. Um, ah. I don't think it was baited, but it was uh, a very strong ship. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who get kind of butthurt, no pun intended again, um, about gay baiting, especially when it gets more and more heavily implied that there's going to be some kind of a gay romance, and then there's not. Um, do you find that particularly... Uh, frustrating yourself, show? Well, so I have a complicated opinion on this. (laughs) So the whole idea of gay baiting is obviously offensive because basically they're trying to appeal to a gay audience without actually committing to gay characters, which is, you know, stupid. Um, That's just rude. Yeah. Um, But then again, I honestly, I do enjoy a lot of gay baited works (laughs) works <laughs> like uh seraph of the end love that would it also depend on like how it's how it's done like if it's done in a way that it's like oh come on that sucks but i'm also kind of still enjoying this because it's funny like the, just the way they've done it um i guess i feel like there's no way to not do it where you don't come off being like come on just get in a relationship <laughs> like if you're baiting it, you're just always like, ah, oh, just keep going. Just fucking make him And yours. then, Well, then you have to ask yourself, like, what's the line between gay baiting and just showing, like, a bromance? So, because, like, that's a legitimate thing for, for male characters in stories to have, like, these bromance arcs, like, where they just become really, really good friends. And that's all they are, are just friends who get along really, really well. I know. <laughs> I know whenever I bring up my uh, 
I guess you would call them crack ships. Um, John on this podcast is like, dude, they're just friends, man. That is like offensive to straight relationships between two (laughs) heterosexual men. I'm like, no, honey, they are gay. I think the... I think one of the contentious things that we were talking about was uh, ReZero, Subaru, and Otto. Um, Mm. I feel like... I don't know what your opinion on that is, Alex. But I was like, that was totally gay. And then... They... Ooh, that that's a that's actually a good one to bring and up, and I I hadn't even really considered that when we were talking either, about this topic. Either you or uh, John was like, "No, they're just friends," and I'm like, "But that is 100 percent gay. Don't even talk to me." No, we, we we the three of us were talking about it. And I remember you bringing this up, and it's like, "Ooh, that's actually a good point because like it that like if you take a step back and you look at it, you're like, that's gay," but then again, he doesn't make any moves on Subaru, so maybe he just wants to be really good friends with him. He doesn't make any moves because it's baited, but it's definitely gay. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly possible that the character of Otto is supposed to be gay. But you can have gay characters without having a gay romance in it. No, I definitely think it's gay. I think they're baiting it. I don't think he's supposed to be gay. I think they're just baiting it. It's for the fan fiction writers. Mm-hmm. That maybe, maybe it is for the fan fiction writers. Show. 100%. <laughs> I mean, they're both kind of cute boys, not gonna lie. Look, if I've learned anything with any kind of fandom is that if they if there's someone that even just shares a a look with each other for longer than two seconds, they're shipped. Yeah. By and, someone. And, and God help them if they ever high five, because that's oh. like that's like a marriage contract. Oh, that in is anime. a thing. Hand to hand combat fuck uh, contact, yeah. <laughs> Combat. I mean, that may may be a prelude to a relationship, too. I mean, in anime, sometimes the enemy becomes the friend, you know? Yeah, well. (laughs) That's also, like, fodder for fan fiction writers, too. Like, the the characters with the the two male characters with an intense rivalry. Like, there are fan fiction writers out there who 100% ship them. Probably the biggest example of that, at least recently, is probably Deku and Bakugo from MHA. Like, these characters would never fuck each other in real life. Mm, Don't you start. (laughs) (laughs) And like that, the ship is born. Listen, Bakugo is ex- obsessed with Deku. Oh, and we just, I don't know why. Jesus. Honey, it's when you're on the playground and you bully someone, it's because you want to fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> That's not problematic at all. <laughs> I mean, it's true. How do I win their affections? Oh, I know. I'll punch them in the face. That'll exactly. get their attention. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're talking about two guys, punch them in the balls. <laughs> that's not a hand job it's not a hand job it's just we're just punching each other in the balls it's okay it's okay <laughs> i mean they say it's not gay if the balls don't touch oh dear um <laughs> but there's something weird about gay baiting because um like i said before i'm not a big romance fan but so in a lot of shows that do gay baiting they're not romance shows, so I can get into the plot, but still have my gay relationship on the side. Mm. So, like, for me, like that's, like, cannon. the perfect balance of two things, even though, like, it's not an actual gay romance. Like, it's the best I can get at this point. Like, like headcanon. 
Um, I guess so. But like specifically in shows where it is heavily implied, like for example, um, the alicization arc of Sword Art Online. <laughs> oh God. It is have like they they get really close. It is the most romantic relationship I've seen in my life, but they're not gay apparently. Okay. I mean, he's got to go back to his his like three times raped girlfriend now. Honey, it's time to just go with the one you really love. <laughs> Your bro. What are you doing, step bro? <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh my god. Um so what I I know you watched this yourself show. What about something like the relationship between uh, Saray and Miklio in Tales of Zestiria? Is that gay baited? Oh, yes. there's a ship there. I mean, yeah, they're they're fucking hot together. I'll give you that. But I mean, is there actually like gay baited ship content there? Yes, because they are so dependent on each other, <laughs> and the and like they both go so out of their way to like help the other person out. It just seems, it just seems like a relationship that you, it, it's like they're committing their lives to each other. Basically. It's like, you wouldn't do that for a friend. You would do that for like a lifelong partner. And plus the, the spoiler ending of the show is super romantic. So. Agreed. I would That's say something I've actually seen. <laughs> Okay, uh, I would say in, in in that specific instance, though, the anime takes that quote unquote relationship a lot further than the game that it's based on, or at least they expand on it more than the game itself did. I mean, yeah, but like the anime is its own story. So if you take True. the anime by itself, then I would consider it baiting. True. Um, <laughs> I was going to go somewhere. Oh, I was going to say like... Uh, the porn is also really good. Oh yeah, <laughs> of Miklio and Sorey. I mean, they they're two hot guys. How can how can the porn not be amazing? Uh, so since we've talked about crack ships, do you have any ones in particular show that are terribly out there? Oh God, why do you put me on the spot? Listen, all my ships are canon. I have no crack ships. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> hmm. You're just going to leave it at that? I mean, I guess so. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Angel, as someone who actually writes porn and writes fan fiction, you got to have some crack ships. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't write them myself, but I have seen seen them. I mean, my genre of expertise is Yu-Gi-Oh! So a crack <laughs> ship that I know of definitely is, like, Joey and Kaiba is one. And... For some reason, uh, Tristan and Marek is one oh, as well. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's apparently the only thing they've got in common is motorbikes, which means insta ship. Listen, Marek so is love. That, okay, there's that. They don't care about motorboats; they just care about motorbikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really shitty joke. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh. I'm trying to think if I have any particularly cracked, like, gay ships. Like, a lot of the ones that I have are ones that aren't super out there. Actually, a lot of the cracked ships that I do have are heterosexual, so it's it's kind of a moot point. <laughs> um, I know, bad me. I'm actually, I'm actually 
advocating heterosexual relationships. What the, what the hell's wrong with you? What the fuck? How how <laughs> perverted? Jeez. Yeah, uh, we don't know. talk about that shit here. I mean, there's a lot of people that, for ReZero in particular, that do the whole Subaru and Felix ship. I don't, I don't buy it. I just, I don't buy it. No, I don't see it. I c- number one because I think that Felix is straight. <laughs> I mean, I know he's a trap, and I know that traps are typically portrayed as gay characters, but or at least very effeminate characters. But I don't think he's gay. I think he wants to bone Krush. Oh dear, probably. Uh, but... I mean, yeah. I mean, I would never admit that my ships are crack, but. <laughs> Like like in Voltron, I ship like Keith and Lance, which is kind mm. of a common ship. I'm not entirely sure if that's crack. I guess it would be crack. Uh, I also ship uh, Inaho and Slain from El Noah Zero. Listen, mm. I'm into BDSM, and so are they. So we know. <laughs> we know you like to be spanked. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything else to talk about before we actually wrap this up. Um, I think that's about it. I mean, unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about regarding this, no. I'll go ahead and wrap it up. Sure. I guess. I guess the one thing we can definitely say is that, um, in terms of representation because in the past especially in japanese media uh there has not been a great deal of representation of homosexual characters particularly male homosexual characters um i can say that today there seems to be more of it than there ever has been and i think in a way that's a good thing even if their the representation of their relationships isn't always the most positive it's nice to actually have homosexual characters being represented Especially in mainstream manga and anime, I th- I think in that regard, it I agree. I seeing more seeing more of it out there, um, whether it be Japanese or Western or or anywhere else. I think that it's helping the helping society as a whole kind of accept mm. gay relationships, and it also helps people that are in that position be like, oh, wait, this is this is a thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Um, I think that as we go, there are a lot of that there are a lot of people that do fetishize it. There are a lot of people that do kind of express their fantasies they probably shouldn't express in real life. Um, but I think that as we go, as we keep on creating and whatnot, we get closer to the the main point, which is a relationship itself rather than gay or hetero. Like, it's it's the relationship it doesn't matter if you're two guys or if you're two girls or if you're a guy and a girl or if you're both or or whatnot. It's just like the more we make stuff, the more we make manga or fan fiction or or, or whatnot that has gay relationships in it, the, the closer we get to the underlying point is that, that these relationships can be normal. And mm. well, at least not the rape ones. That's not good. Don't do that. <laughs> but... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. That it, it it takes us closer to actually just recognizing romance for as romance and not necessarily as gay romance or lesbian romance. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I I I've always been at the point like it doesn't really 
mattered to me. Like I like romance stories. I like stories with romance plots in them. Um, I don't really care whether it's a straight romance or a, or a lesbian romance or a, a gay romance or even a trans romance. I don't I don't care. I want to see well-written romance. I don't care what the sex or the gender is of the characters. Well, exa- exactly, because people are people. It doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl, you still have feelings. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I hate all romance. <laughs> <laughs> worth hating it's like, yes people are people exist and they have feelings and i hate all of them yeah <laughs> but, well, that um, in itself is a hate is a feeling yeah hate is a feeling i guess <laughs> i guess so um but i definitely think that we're seeing more in uh representation in anime and manga because the industry is getting more internationalized and mm. it's more acceptable in western uh cultures than it is in eastern cultures so um i don't know if that will actually affect um the culture of japan in real life but hopefully so i think i think it is happening it's just very very slow in japan because if you think about it a lot of the the population is older um so they're still clinging on to just very old school ideas not to disparage anyone because i mean if you're 90 years old you're it's too late for you to change (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't expect 90 years 90 year olds to change their perspective on a whole lot of things Um, either that or maybe they are 90 years old and they're just like fuck it i don't care maybe i mean when you get to a certain age you can just say fuck it to everything and everyone's like well he said fuck it i guess we gotta go (laughs) Um, he's an old man what am i gonna do I, I think it is happening just very, very slowly in Japan that the the Japanese culture is kind of becoming just okay, or at least tolerant of of homosexuals, um, and it's it's nice to see. Um, there's there are multiple. It's it's not provinces. It's prefectures. Uh, prefectures who have started to legalize uh, gay marriage, um, so that's nice to see. Uh, because gay marriage isn't 100% legal throughout all of Japan. Um, but it, it is nice to see. There's also, I know that there's certain schools, especially um, around like Osaka and Tokyo, that have um, recently... Uh, what's the word? Words are fucking failing me right now. Um, <laughs> uh, loosened up some of their restrictions on like school uniforms. So that like some... Basically, it's allowing male students to wear the female uniform if they want to and vice versa honestly Um, it's so dumb that all women have to wear skirts that's (laughs) just really it's really sexist i don't know you would never catch me in a skirt in school i mean as someone who went to a school that actually had a uniform it was nice (laughs) are you did you just are you saying that you wore a skirt to school no, I'm saying I like seeing all the girls walking around in skirts. Oh, oh you're the problem. <laughs> I'm like Roy Mustang. I wanted them all to be wearing oh, tiny mini skirts. Yes. <laughs> hey, it was it was the evolution of of mm-hmm. the perverted senpai. Oh. <laughs> but no, I I do think I do think it is changing, albeit slowly in Japan. Um, we'll have to see how it goes. Uh, regardless, seeing everywhere. more examples of gay and bisexual characters recently in in anime and manga has kind of been nice. Um, it would be nice, er, 
if the relationships they were being shown in were more often healthy relationships. Yeah, if you're looking, like, if you are LGBTQ yourself and you're looking for, like, a role model in anime and manga, I honestly, you're not going to find one. <laughs> don't look at me. You're not in anime and manga. <laughs> I met a character. No, don't, don't look at me either. <laughs> yeah, I find that, like, most of the characters are problematic. But, like, like uh, Angel had said, like, the more the more we try and include them, the more we'll get better at, like, you know, making them good representations yeah and that's that's the whole point of this all right well thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us uh and thank you angel for for joining us for this uh You're welcome. We'll definitely have to have you back at some point it was very fun mm-hmm. and it was nice to actually have an artist and writer's interpretation of this uh by the way before we go do you want to uh do any plugs about where you can be found um, so if you're interested for wholesome relationship gay porn, um, I do write fan fiction and I'm also on AO3, AO3 ah, I'll start that again. I'm on AO3. Um, you can find me under Lustful Little Angel. Um, I also do some fan art of my fan fictions. Um, I'm partway through a comic that I was doing for one of them before my computer shit itself and I lost everything. I'm on DeviantArt under Lustful Little Angel as well. Um, I can give Manix, I can yeah, I can give Manix the links to those as well if he needs to share them. Uh, I can. I, I'll, I'll share them down below in the uh, in the description to definitely check her out. Um, you're not currently taking commissions, but I know sometime, hopefully soon in the future, you'll be taking commissions again. Hopefully. Um, and you're also studying animation currently, so that's going to be yes. exciting. Yes, I'll soon I'll be able to make all the hot sex. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but as I said, thank you out there for dropping in to listen to us. Check the description below to find links to Anime Club After Dark on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. And if you go to Discord, you can see some of the lewd fan art that uh, Angel has drawn of our mascot, Finn. Um, check out our merch store and our affiliate links as well. Any purchases there do really help us out, especially the new stickers that I just put on there. With that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Bye. Gay. Gay. <laughs> <laughs>